Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Javen Takar Show. Boy, oh boy, do we have an action-packed episode for today. Um, we've got quite a lot of topics to get through, one of which being kind of history, I guess to say. You know, it, it's a moment that goes down in history. We are taking a flashback to 2016 in the NBA when the Warriors had a historic season going 72-10, and 10, breaking the NBA record, having the best record in the league, and that'll probably stay that way for a very long time until the team obviously goes 73-9, and nine, which, you know, it's going to be tough for that to happen. Uh, on this day, back in 2016, LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers took down the 72 and 10 Warriors and came back from a 3-1 lead in the NBA Finals an absolutely astronomical series I'm so sorry to all the Warriors fans out there me included very tough to watch it was it was definitely a great series though one to tell my kids about LeBron James absolutely went off in that series That is uh, one of the most historic moments, I feel like, in the uh, in Game 7, you know. It's just every time you see that picture of LeBron James going up to block Andre Iguodala, I feel like it just brings back all the memories. Absolutely insane. LeBron James and Kyrie Irving both had amazing games. LeBron James averaging 29.7 points. And Kyrie Irving, 27.1. LeBron James also averaging 2.3 blocks per game, 2.6 steals. LeBron James, dude, 2016 LeBron was another breed. He was a different animal. Uh, Same thing with Kyrie. You know, Kyrie at the game-sealing shot. LeBron James, like, you know, I've put on the clip. He had the block, but Kyrie had the shot. So it just really depends on what you're looking at there. A lot of people argue Kyrie saved LeBron. I think LeBron saved the Cavaliers. Uh, we cannot go without talking about the Golden State Warriors. Obviously, Stephen Curry, he averaged 22.6 per game. <sighs> the best shooter of all time, obviously, Stephen Curry. Also, Clay Thompson played a very big role. Say the same thing with Draymond Green. Draymond Green, man, he was playing lockdown on LeBron, I would say. He, he, was, the only, he was really the only fit on this Warriors lineup. I mean, Nobody else could guard LeBron except for Draymond. So I think that was perfect. Um, appreciate he got suspended for one of the games, or two of the games, I believe. And a lot of Warriors fans argue that's the reason why the Cavaliers won, because they didn't have Draymond Green for those games. If they had Draymond, would have been an easy dub. My brother was one of those people. Uh, this was one of my favorite Golden State lineups, though, man. It was before KD, you know what I'm saying? This has got Curry. Clay, Draymond, Harrison Barnes, man, Andre Iguodala, Sean Levingston, Andre Bogut, Festus Azili, just some very notable names on that Warriors team. One of the best series of all time, man. This is, I mean, it already is down in history, you know what I'm saying? First time a team comes back from 3-1 in the NBA Finals. That, LeBron James, <laughs> that's all I gotta say. LeBron James, absolutely insane, man.
And then, you know, free agency comes and the Warriors get arguably one of the best players. Arguably, no, one of the best, top three players in the league when he's not injured, Kevin Durant. Insane pickup. <laughs> I mean, good grief, man. So, you know, we, t- we go, we flash back to the Western Conference Finals. Thunder blow a 3-1 lead to the Warriors. No Warriors blow a 3-1 lead, of course. And so KD, hey, if you can't beat them, you join them. KD joins the Warriors. He takes the easy way route. He knows that they're going to win a chip. And they go back, bang, they sweep the Cavs the next year. KD got a lot of flack from this, man. I, everybody knows this. KD and the Warriors, that's when you know, hate train for the Warriors started heavily. And for Kevin Durant. Uh, I, you know... It's whatever. <laughs> I mean, hey, Warriors, they got out some, some rings from it. You know what I'm saying? Kevin, so did Kevin Durant. Obviously, last year, they lost to the Raptors due to Clay being injured and KD being injured. And now KD's off on the Nets. Speaking of KD, let's go into some recent news about KD. Kevin Durant calls Kendrick Perkins a sellout for speaking his opinion on what Kyrie Irving said. Kyrie Irving, you know, he said, oh, the Black Lives Matter movement is more important than basketball right now. That's why we shouldn't start up the league again. You know what I'm saying? The the tournament. Uh, so Perkins, you know, he spoke his mind. Perkins said, like, this, this wouldn't know. Kevin Durant calls him a sellout. Like I just said, Kevin Durant just joined a 72-10 and 10 team and won a championship, two championships, right? Yeah, one championship, two championships, I think two championships. Uh, I forget. But, you know, he joins a championship, very solid team, very good team, you know? About two, three Hall of Famers on that team. He joins, the, he takes the easier route, and he now calls Kendrick Perkins a sellout. He is the last person in the NBA to call anybody a sellout. Now, I'm not saying what he did was wrong with signing with the Warriors, but listen, man, <laughs> you know you're you're already kind of, I would say he's pretty hated. And now he's bringing all this light upon himself. Kendrick Perkins, he's just doing his job, you know. He's not really playing. I don't think, you know, he's retired, I believe. He's just spoke his mind. And KD, you know, calls him a sellout. And obviously, you know, that happens for Kendrick Perkins. That's his job to critique NBA players, to talk about what's going on, a lot like what I'm doing right now. Um, and so for KD to just come right out and call him a sellout, unbelievable. Everybody is a sellout at some point. I was just listening to Colin Cowherd, and he made some very great points about Kevin Durant. Uh, how everybody is a sellout. And I still like KD, you know what I'm saying? But it's very hard to become, to still to stay a KD fan when he's, you know, doing all this, all these things, man. <laughs> this is probably the most NBA I've talked uh, on the podcast for a minute. I'm sure all my NBA fans out there appreciate it. Um, very exciting. You know, we guys will get a whole episode dedicated. We'll do, me and Ivan, hopefully, I'll for surely do a uh, prediction on how the tournament is going to fall out. But we got to hop into the NFL news because there's been some huge news going on in the NFL. One of the best safeties in the league, Jamal Adams, has requested a trade from the New York Jets. Do you blame him? 
<laughs> I mean, come on. Now, do you blame him? Jamal Adams, uh, like we said, one of the best safeties in the league. He is astronomical. Um, he wants out of New York, and I, I don't blame him. You know, he is a great safety. does not want to waste his talent. So he wants to go to some championship winning, uh, championship calibre teams. He said he would preferably like to go to seven teams. The Philadelphia Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Baltimore Ravens, the Houston Texans, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Seattle Seahawks. Um, also, I know I said seven, but a lot of people are speculating to he, he goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well. So really, it's about eight teams that he's looking at. Um, they say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because his former head coach, Todd Bowles, is the defensive coordinator in Tampa. So it makes sense. You know, a lot of people, they doesn't they don't really think about it, but it does make sense. It adds up. So I would not be surprised to see him uh, go out there in Tampa Bay, apparently, as we're calling it now. We're not calling it Tampa no more. We're calling it Tampa because, you know, Tom Brady. Speaking of Tampa Bay, we find, we saw... Um, Rob Gronkowski in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uniform for the first time. As you know, we were talking about Tom Brady. Saw uh, Gronkowski in it. Again, looks so wrong, man. It's like it's like when you make a trade on Madden and you look at you look at your fella and it just looks so messed up, but also somewhat right, I gotta say. Like it did not look as bad as Tom Brady. Gronkowski, I feel like kind of fits that that Buccaneers look. But back to Jamal Adams. Um, obviously, I love to hear that he wants to play for the 49ers. You know, as much help in the defensive backs as we can get. I just don't see it happening. You know, the 49ers, they got to pay George Kittle. He wants a contract extension, and the Jets do not want to talk contract with him. So that's why he wants out. So kind of tough to get a player that wants a contract extension when you can't pay him his contract extension. So I feel like Niners are out. Chiefs, they have like literally $100, I feel, I think, in their salary cap. So Chiefs are out. Cowboys, um, pretty much his hometown, correct? Uh, not sure, but might be his hometown. Obviously, same thing with the Texans. Those would be very solid teams. Um, Ravens, my oh my. If he goes to the Ravens, uh, it is going to. That team is just going to be filthy. They got a steal for Calais Campbell. They can get a steal for Jamal Adams. My, oh, my. Uh, I think his best fit would probably be, man, I don't know. <laughs> if he goes to the Cowboys, all the Cowboy fans are just going to be talking about him. They're going to be talking. They're going to be, ooh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl contenders. And I'm not saying that they aren't, but all I'm saying is the Cowboy fans Everybody knows they're one of the most annoying fan bases. Hey, shout out to all my Cowboy fans. I think y'all are a great team. They're up and coming. Dak Prescott does not get the recognition he deserves. And Seahawks, I really hope, does not happen. Because, I mean, if he goes to the Ravens, like, yeah, going back to him in the Ravens, you know, he's going to be playing alongside Earl Thomas. Ooh, that's going to be nasty. I don't really know, honestly. I don't know what team he would... Uh, be the best fit for quite frankly i think the funnest team to see him hunt would be the chiefs or the niners of course but those guys are most opted out 
Eagles will be cool, but I don't see them going to the Eagles. I think it's going to be Cowboys or Texans. Just I just have a gut feeling. Um, but, hey, he might pull, you know, he might go somewhere else. Or even Tampa Bay, you know. If he goes to Tampa Bay, hey, then I'd probably say they're going to be closer to first in the division. I still think Saints have that division wrapped up. But, you know, maybe instead of losing six games, they lose five games or four games, you know. Um, what else we got? Oh, the four, some more 49ers news because they have had just bad luck galore. Somebody is messing. Somebody put a curse on the 49ers. Debo Samuel has broken his foot and will be out for 10 to 12 weeks. That is a huge injury for the 49ers. Debo Samuel, an up-and-coming rookie, going into his sophomore season. Gotta, you know, gotta show out. This is your sophomore season. This is your season where you just gotta bang, bang. You know what I'm saying? He broke his foot, man. Terrible, terrible injury. But, you know, he's obviously trying to comfort all 49ers. He said, hey, we're good to go. We'll be back on the field in no time. Um... I believe he'll probably miss a couple of games. Let's keep it 100. He'll probably miss first, second week maybe. But, I mean, he'll be back early in the season. So, it's really only a a big injury because, you know, he can't really train as well. Um, But, hey, hopefully he'll be all good to go. Uh, Speaking of the 49ers, Richie James has broken his wrist and will be sidelined, I believe, what, like two months? Um, let me check real quick. 49ers, man, they are just bearer of bad news. They're just getting struck left and right. Yeah, Richie James Jr. has broken his wrist. He expected to miss two months. My, oh, my, dude. Richie James, their kick and punt returner. Um... What is he, what is he, he's a halfback, a receiver. I got for he play. He's, he's versatile, you know. He's just that guy that you could put. You could put him at receiver. You could put him at half. I'm pretty sure he's a halfback. Um, yeah, no, definitely a, also a big injury. <laughs> yeah, two months is big, man. So that's two off-season injuries. No, I take it back. Three. That is right. Four yards. That has been what two days and three players have gone out. An unnamed 49ers player has been diagnosed with the coronavirus. They're in Nashville right now training because they're not allowed to in California. Um, Their facilities are not going to open up. So they're in Nashville training, and one of the players has caught the corona. They have not announced who, but they have just announced some fella has got the rona. Terrible news. Terrible, terrible news. Um... Hopefully, we find out who in the coming future. Obviously, I will report to you guys as soon as I can. Um, Speaking of the coronavirus, 28 Clemson athletes, not just football, just 28 Clemson athletes have got the coronavirus. Why does this matter? Well, Trevor Lawrence plays for Clemson, and that is a very big, big guy. Um... If you guys do not know Trevor Lawrence, he was like a top prospect since high school, I believe. Um, and he's looking to be a generational talent. My brother always calls him a gener. My brother's a big Trevor Lawrence fan. Um, yeah, generational talent. <laughs> yeah, very excited to see where he'll go. And 
next year's NFL Draft. We'll be covering him uh, more in the future. We got a lot of news that'll be coming out soon, ladies and gentlemen. Jamal Adams being one of the biggest ones. Hopefully some more football news. Oh, we even got some Kaepernick news. I completely forgot. A lot of people believe the Chargers is a perfect fit for Kaepernick. Um, Head coach Anthony Lynn told reporters that he's already happy with the three quarterbacks that they have on the roster. So they probably won't get Colin Kaepernick. Um, However, he fits the style of offense that that the Chargers run. So don't be too surprised if you see the Chargers pick up Kaepernick. I don't see it happening. Um, Pete Carroll did say a team is interested in Kaepernick. A team called up Pete Carroll and said, hey, we're looking at Kaepernick. Does that mean the Seahawks are interested in him as well? I don't think so. But a team is looking at Kaepernick. Kaepernick might, may get signed in the coming future. Hey, as we know, like a lot of players are planning to kneel. Um, we got a new guy, Kyler Murray, also most recently told reporters he will kneel during the anthem. It's going to be an interesting season to watch, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Jamin Takar Show. Make sure to follow all the socials, all the socials, um, a YouTube channel coming soon. You know, I'm I'm telling you every episode until I'm able to get that up and going, you know, thank you all so much for listening. We got we got some exciting things coming in the future. Actually, I don't want to I don't want to spoil all of them. But there's a lot of exciting things coming to the show in the near future, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a good one.